All right. So got a good guest today. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. What up? What up? Always got to start with that. I get shit if I don't start with that. So that's for that's for my people. Um, got a guest today, special guest today. He's been bothering me for months now to get on. <clears throat> um, it's always I, I was talking to my co-host of the, the We Got Next podcast, Christian, the other night. And I was like, I have my brother-in-law's brother on with me. Um, Andrew Brick is my my special guest tonight. Um, big Jets fan. We will talk huge, jet, huge Jets fan with a Y. Huge Jets fan. We'll talk about the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets later on. Um, this is primarily a college football episode. Um, as always, these are the quick slants. We're going to go a little bit longer tonight. So it's more going to be like a, like a deep post instead of the quick slant. So Andrew, um, we've been talking for like a month and a half maybe. And I said, let's wait until I do all the Penn State stuff, get all that stuff out there. There should be a gap between the time I'm done with that and the season. And there is. I timed it out perfectly as I expected to. Um, appreciate you um, bugging me to get on. I always wanted to have guests on, but I just never I just never do it. So I appreciate you bugging me one last time and getting on. So how are we doing tonight? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, finally uh, made the cut to get on. So, you know. I think you are the fourth guest I've had. And your brother is not has not been one of them. Um, maybe he'll get on. Maybe we'll I'll just get there. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe we'll do all three bricks. And yeah, that would be an ep- an episode. That yeah, would be I'll get <laughs> I'll get all three of you on at once, and we'll that would be chaos, but we'll we'll get it done. Yeah, um, a lot of takes, a lot of takes, a lot of takes. Yes, a lot of a lot of takes, hot takes, cold takes, takes in general. <clears throat> so, um, we're gonna talk college football primarily. Like I said, we'll talk about the Jets. Um, we're going to talk top 25. We'll talk about some disappointing teams that we think will underachieve teams that will overachieve and go above and beyond. Uh, we'll talk about the conference winners. We'll pick that talk about the playoffs, obviously give our Heisman finalists four Heisman finalists. Um, and then to wrap up again, talk about, talk about the jets, but then we'll also talk some betting because you're a big gambler. Um, you and your brothers, both all three of you are, um, I'm not, I'm not with you guys on that, but <laughs> I, now that, um, now that Penn State is, is in the fold for you guys, um, once the season comes around, you guys usually put some, put some dollars on the, on the boys in blue and white. So <clears throat> that's good to know. Um, so we'll jump in the top 25. Um, it's, um, week zero, not a lot of good games. It's, I mean, a, a couple, a couple of premier teams are that, that are playing, but not, nothing too crazy. Uh, Navy Notre Dame. This is all Saturday. Um, Navy Notre Dame, two thirty NBC. That game is in Dublin. Um, you have San Jose State at number six USC. Caleb Williams begins his quest for back-to-back Heisman's. That is eight o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. Um, unfortunately, that game is not on a regular station, so you got to stream that, do all that kind of funky stuff. The game that is on ESPN at seven o'clock is UMass and New Mexico State. Love that it. should that should yeah love it that should bring in yeah. some good ratings. Um, SEC Watch out, Diego Pavia, quarterback, New Mexico State. Be that was that was my next thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, you and your obscure names, I love it. Um, Hawaii and Vanderbilt, seven thirty on the SEC Network. Ohio and San Diego State, seven p.m. on FS1. UTEP and Jacksonville State, CBS Sports Network. That's at five thirty, random time. Um, Florida International, Louisiana Tech is the nightcap. 
a few people want to stay up and watch that one, 9 o'clock on CBS Sports Network as well. All right. So top 25. Um, I, I won't necessarily go through the the whole top. Eh, might as well. Um, 1 through 25. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, LSU, 5. Uh, 6 is USC, 7 Penn State, 8 Florida State, 9 Clemson, 10 is Washington. Um We'll start with this. Out of that top 10, who is going to underachieve the most in that top 10? I, I've got and, a few. And, and who will, on the flip side, who will overachieve in that one? I'll, I'll start with the overachieving. Um, so the overachieving, I've got number 10, Washington. Um, I think they bring back their core of Penix, uh, Roma Dunze, and Jayla McMillan. Um and I think that, yes, the Pac-12 is somewhat loaded and they'll need to go through USC, Oregon, um, et cetera. But I think they are a sneaky team that is in my final four. Um, so, yeah, we're going bold here. We're, okay. we're coming in bold. Um, wow. okay. And so really like them this year. Um, and then I also, I mean, not to, you know, try to fluff up the podcast host, but I am big on Penn state this year. Um, I think that, you know, your, your podcasts have, have really made the case. Um, but I think also um, everyone has realized that this team is different. And I think it's more going to be whether Drew Aller can step up to the plate. So um, I think that is the open question, but I'm optimistic that they can, um breakthrough in the conference um and then in underachieving um i've got alabama um i think that they they have four quarterbacks that they yeah they have have too many quarterbacks to choose Uh from um and i think they will get an early wake-up call when they play texas um i think talking gambling the line is already moving starting to move closer towards texas um mm-hmm. i think it started around 10 and now it's that's in that's in tuscaloosa too which is yes so. um and so i think that they are going to underperform this year and then uh, similar you know with who's our quarterback situations i've got ohio state as an underperforming team yeah. um i think that both michigan and penn state um just seem clearly better than them and um i think that the quarterback play whoever they decide is, is going to come back to bite them. But how about so, you? So Ryan day, a couple things. Um, like, as I was saying, those teams, and as we talked about the quarterbacks, Ryan day has said that they haven't picked the quarterback yet, um, which I, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe that, but James Franklin has said that there was a quarterback competition at Penn state, which if there is Bo Prabula, who's our backup or, Expected backup, it like, has to be a Heisman Trophy winner this year, <laughs> based on what Jaraller has done. Um, but as I'm going through, like George is breaking in a new quarterback. I don't know how much people trust JJ McCarthy to be that guy again. Um, which I mean, last year he proved that he can do it, but two years in a row, tough to do. <clears throat> Ohio State again. I don't know if you saw. Um, I tweeted this out, but I, I went golfing on Monday and I golfed with an Ohio State alum. Uh, he was 72. And he's from he was from Dayton, um, went to Ohio State. He's he's basically me of the Ohio State world, like entire family, okay. Penn State. His kids went to uh, Ohio State. Grandkids are there now. Yada yada yada. Die hard, but like knows 
everything about college football, just, you know, kind of how, how we're doing. He'd fit in well with this podcast. But he was saying real, like, true Ohio State fans who, who bleed scarlet and gray think that 9-3, and 10-2 and two is, like, where they should be aiming this year. Um, yes, he's like, yes, we have all the talent in the world. And this is, like, we talked over the course of nine holes. Um, he's like, yes, we have all the talent in the world. We have a, you know, once in a generation wide receiver, which that happens, says everyone says that every year about someone, um, got the running backs, but they lost both tackles. They lost some on defense, lost some guys in the secondary. He's like, and we don't have anyone to get them the ball. And he's like, everybody in Ohio wanted Drowler, but by the time everyone knew who he was, it was too late. And he was already committed to Penn state and stayed at Penn state. So, you know, they got Kyle McCord. Um, I cannot, I'm blanking on their other other quarterback's name, but Cal McCord has been the name that's been there at the top. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I do have them as well as an underachieving team, which Alabama and Ohio State underachieving is still like 10 wins. And yeah, we're just like not winning the conference, the conference championship game. But I've been saying this for a while now. If they couldn't get it done with CJ Stroud, and I know like they were there and like, but they didn't beat Michigan for two years in a row with Stroud. Um, Sean Clifford, shout out to Sean Clifford real quick, has – and I'm going to I'm gonna dive into that for a little bit because you mentioned Jareller. Um Clifford has more wins against Michigan than C.J. Stroud does. So let's, let's just – let's let that one marinate. But Bama, same thing. Like, they'll still probably make a New Year's Six Bowl game, and like that's – but that's underachieving for those teams based on what they've done. Um, LSU, they're an experienced team, so they're not really – Jane Daniels, he's, you know, still, still rocking it down the bayou. Obviously, we know Caleb Williams is going for a second Heisman in a row. Um, Penn State's got a new quarterback, but the thing about the thing about like Sean Clifford and Trace McSorley, um, people think I, I hate them. Like I don't. I just like the, and like the lineage of Penn State quarterbacks. Like there's not many to like compare them to in terms of like the greatness. And like they're obviously at the top because all of our really good quarterbacks were in the 80s and 90s when things were like astronomically different and numbers were just you know completely. You could throw for 2,000, like 2,500 yards and like lead the, the team in passing for decades. Um, but they were like, they were really good college quarterbacks, like 10,000 plus yards passing, bunch of touchdowns, all that kind of good stuff, Big Ten titles, New Year's Six games. They were really good. They weren't great though. And like, you can't win a national title with a really good quarterback. You have to be great or elite. I mean, and there's like, there's outliers. Like Stetson Bennett was like, maybe borderline really good but then he became great and like he made like it's all about making those four or five throws a game if you're a quarterback making those four or five throws a game and those two McSorley and Clifford I don't want this to be a bash session on those two but I'm doing it because that's what I do they didn't make those four or five throws a game now their touchdown interception ratios over the course of seven seasons with those guys as a starters only one time did someone throw a double digit picks and McSorley through 10 in the season but like so they're, they're like they were really consistent but like they just they just never had those 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 big moments that everyone thinks Duraller is going to have and I'm been driving that train for a very long time and yes I know we're breaking them in it's the same thing Ohio State we have a ton of weapons as well we have all American left tackle running backs you know whatever everyone knows Penn State is good but obviously it's a quarterback Florida State, where I don't know where the hell they even came from. That's weird. Um, Jordan I, Travis, I guess uh, people will think he's a he's a dark horse Heisman. Yeah. Um, right. I you know I guess. Um, I don't know. I just I don't have a lot of faith in them. Um, Clemson is is still the, still there. It's Clemson. They have a they're 
not bringing a new quarterback, but kind of same with Penn State. Five-star coming in last year. Replaced, um, Jay, uh, what's his name? Um, the dude's at Oregon State now who was their starting quarterback. EJ Ugalele. Yes. Here you go. Good job. <laughs> I think it's close enough. Um, so kind of he played a lot more last year than Aller did, um, but still kind of breaking him in. Uh, and then you mentioned Washington. Um, I think good call on them being a like dark horse maybe to make the playoffs because of USC. Yeah. I think Penix would have to have a not like substantially better season than Caleb Williams, but like I think he'd have to be right there neck and neck all season in terms of yeah. like numbers 4,000 passing yeah, yards yeah, yeah. like, like you need to beat them in the Pac-12 championship and he was like, yeah. he was he was up there last year with his numbers but they just didn't, yeah they just didn't but win they didn't win those games they, they didn't, didn't win the big games yeah. in, in the so that's I think where they need to break through which TBD on that front yeah yeah but a lot of those teams are are breaking in new quarterbacks Georgia I think is still far and away the best team because they're oh, yeah it's like is just loaded um as it is the last handful of years um, but I think the Big Ten East is is pretty wide open. Um, the SEC, I mean, I'm I'm I would, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Georgia, but you can never count out Alabama. You never know what LSU is gonna do. So that's that's that. But um, let's see, overachieving, <clears throat> overachieving, overachieving. I'm gonna say Clemson. Um, I. I don't think the ACC is is very weak, like top to bottom, not not great. Um, fuck Pitt, I'll always say that. Um, um, so I'll go I'll go Clemson um, for overachieving, which is like I don't know if that's like that's that's not really a hot take because it's Clemson. So like you kind of expect to be in the top four at least at some point. Um, good call in Washington though, I do like that. I'm also very pumped that they are now in the Big Ten along with Oregon. Because I am very excited to go out to Seattle for games and Eugene for games. And as soon as I see those games come up on the schedule, booked. Um, all right. So moving down to we'll go 11 through 20 now. Texas, Hookham, uh, Tennessee, Notre Dame at four at 13. I mentioned they play on Saturday. Uh, 14 is Utah. 15 is Oregon. 16, Kansas State. Shout out to Kansas State. 17, TCU. 18, Oregon State. 19, Wisconsin, your former claim team um, whatever for a year yeah. yeah yeah and then number 20 is boomer sooner oklahoma all right same thing overachieving underachieving all right um so i think for underachieving i mean i don't know if we want to get to 21 to 25 because i've got unc on that list too all right uh, we'll just we'll just do that we'll just round out the top 25 then. yeah number, let's round it out number 21 north carolina 22 Ole miss 23 texas a&m 24 tulane and 25 iowa so underachieving, uh, overachieving from 10, from 11 to 25. All right. We've got, we've got a b- bunch of underachievers here for me. Um, so start North Carolina at 21. Um, I think bringing in a new coach, uh, new offensive coordinator, I, be- I believe for Drake may, I think is going to cause some issues for them as well as losing Josh Downs to the NFL. There's currently it's unclear whether uh, Devontae Walker is going to actually get eligibility from the NCAA to play, yep. um, which is wild um, that they haven't granted it. Um, but that would make it even worse if he's not able to play for them. Um, additionally, I've got Utah. Um, they It's unclear who is healthy at quarterback for them. Uh, rumors are they might be on their third string quarterback. Cameron Rising is saying, no, I, I think I 
could play. So um, I just doesn't seem like he's healthy. And if he's not healthy, I, I don't really um, trust their team. Um, and then I will go um, Kansas State. Um, I mean, I think they were great last year, but I don't trust Will Howard as far as I could throw him at quarterback. Um, so I just think they're due for an underwhelming season. Um, and then overperforming, um, I've got Tennessee. I think people have marked out Joe Milton um, just because he can't seem to throw a pass within 10 yards. Um, but I think he doesn't need to in that offense. So um, I think they will continue to be able to move the ball um, as easily as they did with Hendon Hooker. Um, and they'll be uh, a tough out in the SEC. Um, and then got to go with my uh, Wisconsin Badgers, um, bring in the new coach, bring in Tanner Mordecai, uh, still got Braylon Allen. He's like still 19 years old and, you know, he's going to be incredible. Um, so I'm very optimistic that new coach, new quarterback that is, I mean, anything would be better than Graham Mertz, which I guess shout out that he's starting at Florida now. But, um, but yeah, I think um, Wisconsin and then, I mean, the, the Big Ten um, division that we're in is just, there's not much competition there. Um, so I think their schedule is just, pretty much a cakewalk um so very very optimistic there how about you yeah i i haven't seen anyone pick anyone other than wisconsin to come out of the big 10 west so i think that kind yeah. of a lot um oh man there's like there is a significant gap after you get past like texas and it's yeah like i would say texas tennessee yeah 12 there's like a significant gap notre dame i don't I, I don't know. Um, I know they got Hartman um, from Wake Forest. He's been that he's like Sean Clifford, but he was there for like a decade. So we'll see. I don't know. It, like games against Navy. I don't know what you learn like those early games. Um, but I think you can learn a lot. If you know, same thing with Penn State against West Virginia. And I'll just keep always using Penn State as an example. If we go out, you know, 24 to 14 W over West Virginia. I'll come back on Monday and be like, eh, you know, it's underwhelming, but a win is a win. Now, if we go out and get the W like 52 to seven, um, not saying that's my prediction, but that's what happens. Uh, you know, I'm going to be pretty unbearable more than I already am. So same thing with Notre Dame. If they go out and dominate Navy, it is Navy and it is West Virginia, but same, like you got to go out and do it. Like you still like got to go out and dominate. Um, yeah. And if they do, We'll see. They have also a All-American left tackle, Joe Alt, who is up there with Olu Fashanu, Penn State's left tackle, who, by the way, Olu Fashanu, fun fact, was he's from right down the way here. Went to Gonzaga High School right down the street from me. Um, Caleb Williams was his quarterback. So fun fact there. Caleb Williams is the East Coast guy. Um, he was a little bit of a Penn State guy for a little bit, but um, it was down at Maryland and um, what was he had before? Oklahoma. Um, so shout out to Shout out to Gonzaga High School uh, for producing those two guys. Um, Oregon. Um, I like Bo Nix. Um, I've liked him since he was at Auburn. Um, just like a, you know, one of those, I don't know, one of those, like, I don't know what he's going to do in the league type of guys, but like scrappy and always has one of those games. And I think this system fits him well. I think he's a 
dark horse. Eh, I don't say dark horse, maybe like a dark pony type of thing for the Heisman. I think he'll he'll put up a lot of numbers. But again, like he's got to put up him and Penix. People know who they are, but like not everyone's gonna watch them because they're on the on the West Coast, and I I hate that. Um, USC, like it's the name, and Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams. Obviously, he won the Heisman last year, national title, all that kind of good stuff. Favorites or coming, I guess, coming out of the Pac-12. So everyone's gonna keep an eye on them. But I don't think anyone's gonna keep an eye on Washington and Oregon like they should because they have two really good quarterbacks, really great quarterbacks. Um, who can end up in in New York? Oregon State is 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 random. Um, again, they have DJ, you know, the dude from Clemson. I'm not even gonna not even <laughs> gonna try, not even gonna try. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, yeah, they can they can make a move in the Big Ten just because their their side of the division, the Big Ten West, is is trash. Iowa, I'm only gonna say because they're in the top 25, they're gonna underachieve. Um, they, they do have Cade McNamara as their quarterback now, former Michigan quarterback. Um, I don't know what that does. Their offense was complete dog shit last year. Like horrible, horrible, horrible. Like one of the worst offenses in the country. Somehow they won, I think nine games because their defense was like a top 10 defense as it usually is under Kirk Ferentz. Um, but they come, they come to state college this year. It's a whiteout end of September. That's going to be dope. So, um, they, you know, again, big 10 West they can win nine games just because the division sucks, but um, this crossover games, you know, we'll see. Um, Drake may Carolina. I know I'm mentioning a lot of teams, but like, there's just like, these teams are just so like the gap is just so significant after Texas and Tennessee, Joe Milton can throw the ball a thousand yards, like from his knees, maybe from his back. Um, and that's all they're going to have him do. Like, that's it. Like they're just going to have him launch it every single time. He doesn't have high end anymore. He's on, onto the NFL, but um he's I, that's still gonna be it texas has a lot of weapons at wide receiver they one of the better wide receiver rooms in the country um this is quinn ewer's chance to show everyone that he was the number like, he was one of the top recruits ever coming out of high school um you know went to ohio state didn't get his didn't get his chance there went, went back home he's from texas um you know they're one of they're probably the favorites to win the big 12 i would you know imagine they might run away with it only texas is one of those teams also with like Recently, they start off so hot, and then they just fall. And they end up losing games they shouldn't lose. They lose a couple in a row. And in college football, if you lose two two or three in a row or you know two out of four or three out of five, whatever, you're done, basically. So Quinn Ewers has to have a borderline Heisman caliber season for them to, for them to get there. Um, I think Notre Dame will underachieve Utah, Cam Rising. You never know. If, if he's healthy, sure. Pac-12 is, is – you know, top heavy, so they can you can win eight nine games and get lucky with those other ones. TCU, they're not going to do it again. They're I think they'll be out of top twenty five before you know it. We won't hear from them the rest of the rest of this the rest of the season. I hope Ole Miss stays hot just because I love Lane Kiffin. Uh, Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, trash. Get him out of there. Tulane, I know you had the win against USC. Trash. Get him out of there. Iowa, I mentioned trash. Get him out of there. Um, so I think all those teams are going to underachieve. <laughs> I think everybody after after Tennessee at 12 is going to underachieve. Minus Wisconsin and Oregon. Um, Brent Venables at at Oklahoma has Dylan Gabriel now, former UCF quarterback. Eh, we'll see. Venables isn't doing great um, there. But the Pac-12, again, you, I mean, the Big 12, you can put up crazy numbers on, on offense and give up, still give up 48 points a win. So... Um, if I had to pick though, saying all that, I say all that to say this underachieving, I'll go Notre Dame, 
TCU and I'll, I'll stay with you in North Carolina um, and Iowa just because they're in the top 25. Overachieving, I'll say um, I'm going to pick Oregon. Um, I'll pick Oregon and I'll, and I'll stick with one team just because I like Bo Nix. Um, and I think he's um, he's got a chip on his shoulder after you know having a really solid couple year stretch at, at Auburn and being that guy. But the SEC, you know, is t- kind of tough to get out of that if you weren't one of the top three teams in there. Um, so I'll go with Oregon. Um, man, there is a significant gap after after those two teams, after Texas and, and Tennessee at 12, like the upper echelon, the top 10, the top like seven or eight with, you know, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson. I think that's like, like tier one is Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Bama. Like that top four, and then the next group of you know five LSU, yeah, five five to twelve. It's like that next group. So, wow, that's very fair. Um, All right, so got that done. Let's see about the conference conference winners. Um, Let's go with we'll start with the Big Ten. We got one of the Big Ten. Not not just just winner. You don't have to pick the title game because I'd I'd imagine every outcome is going to have Wisconsin versus whoever. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Penn state. Um, I think it's going to be a battle, but I, I think they are going to, I mean, Ohio state underachieving. I really think it's between Penn state and Michigan. Um, and I think that it would be a dog fight. Um, it's crazy because all those, all three of those teams though, Penn state, Ohio state, Michigan all have one loss heading into like heading into that, which would be a crapshoot. Um, but yeah, good pick. I like that. Um, what about the uh, what about the ACC? The ACC, I'm liking Florida State. I know you're uh, big on Clemson, but I think Jordan Travis. Um, I think he started to show what he could do last year, and um, I think they've also got some weapons at receiver, Trey Benson at running back, who's been awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm very bullish on them um and yeah. so i think they're gonna take it that away um yes uh i don't need to say who i got one of the big 10 i think that's obvious um i got clemson Dabo, been there done that I, I you know i don't know how many times um doesn't seem to matter what's going on acc after clemson it's just it's a toss-up so like sure florida state sounds like a good pick um yeah i hate them but like pick can make some can make some noise um but yeah, so North Carolina with Drake May being uh, extremely talented quarterback, some people have him as the number one overall pick next year. We'll see. But having a quarterback like that can kind of make up for some, uh, you know, a lack of in certain areas. But I'm gonna go Clemson. So I appreciate that pick. Not going Clemson on your end. SEC Georgia, right? Yeah, it's got to be Georgia. I mean, if you want a, a long shot, I mean, you could go Ole Miss um long shot though long that, that's a long shot long. a long shot i yeah. mean i do think like you could say lsu is a long shot just because they're behind bama and georgia but um if Jaden daniels is just balls out you know you never know what could happen which could happen with with yeah. with, with the chip kelly offense you never know so uh yeah but georgia seems to be the the safe pick uh i got georgia as well um and ohio i mean um, bama has four quarterbacks they're trying to break in and I don't follow their message boards, thank God. But I, I don't know what the what the word is coming out of Tuscaloosa. So we'll have to wait to see until they play some high school team week one. Um, but they again, you say early wake up calls. Texas, Texas, Texas week, week two, two, right? Yeah, week two. Um, 
damn, I really wish that was in because Quinn Ewers got hurt last year, the game in Texas. Um, that was unfortunate because he was balling early, yeah. and that was going to be a hell of a game more than it already was. Um, Pac-12, I got USC. I think Caleb. I got I, Washington. Okay, I, I'm, yeah. I'm big on Washington this year. So um, now, do you think they're like just like a couple inches better than than USC, or do you think like it's like you, you know like is there a gap? Oh no, I think it's a toss up. I think it's between USC and Washington. I do think Oregon will be up there too. I think the question I have with USC is like their defense was atrocious last year, um, and. I, I think like if it doesn't improve, I, I think it's they're in trouble. So um yeah, their their defense was like like really bad. Um yeah. like it was it all right. So looking at Oregon's schedule, they play Portland State at Texas Tech, they play Hawaii and they have and they start conference play. Um so that's not, you know, that's not not terrible. Um SC, they got San Jose State, Nevada, um other non-conference games, they had no. Oh, they got at Notre Dame. We'll see what Notre Dame is. That's midway through the season. So, um, first of all, look, Colorado. Okay, I don't. I don't think we need to talk about Colorado. They won one game last year. Okay, yeah. if they win two games, that's an improvement. Just math yeah. speaking, that's that's the bait. Like base community they have fifty transfers. Yeah, a, <laughs> there's, there's there's no way. There's there's just no way that they're going to win more than five games. I just, no, like I, I, I see all their highlights from practice. It pops up on Twitter constantly. It looks like the, it looks like Travis Hunter and um, Sanders, Dion son is there. looks like they're playing against high school kids. Like they're just, yeah, they, they, they might be able to score points, but oh yeah, there's still a point, but yeah. they're going to do their, their defense was like, I, I said, Iowa's defense was bad. Colorado's defense was like, just like I said, dog shit, this dog shit with capital D. Like it was, it was just God awful. Like bottom three team in every possible category um, on, on defense. So I, I, unless like there's like a drastic change in, but on both sides of the ball, again, they can score points, but like they might score 50, but they might give up 60. So, yeah. and with that many transfers, like, come, come on, dude. And you're playing Oregon, you're playing, USC, you're playing like you're playing those teams. So, like Washington, Washington State, like the like, solid teams. Like, good luck. Um, and they got they got TCU to start the season. So, we'll see. Um, I, I didn't want I didn't want to go on a. I can't believe I just went on a fucking Colorado tangent right there. But, um, all right. So Pac-12, you you got Washington. I'll go USC. Um, I, I don't want to say it's their year, but. I, yeah, I think they I think they get to the playoffs, which kind of spoils what I was gonna, what I was going to say. Uh, big Twelve, I got Texas. Hook them. I I've got is a big sleeper pick I got here that I think uh, people thought would make the top twenty five is Texas Tech. Um, awesome. I I think it's second year head coach running air raid offense. I think it's just being able to be optimistic about Tyler Schaff. Um, that he was hurt start of last year, just lit it up at the end of last year um, and bring back a ton of their players from last year. So I am banking on them to upset Texas. I think if Texas, let's say, starts out and loses to Bama um, and Texas Tech has that early matchup, I believe it, it's against Oregon that you said. Yeah, we so, 
that could be something where it's like putting Texas Tech on, on the map there. So I'm either going to be celebrating this take very quickly or be crying about it. So um, they, um, Texas Tech opens up at Wyoming. Uh, whoa, yeah. out. Um, then they got Oregon. That's at home. And they go to Tarleton State, which is an, a Texas college. I've never even heard of them. At West Virginia, Houston, at Baylor, Texas Tech, BYU, like so, not a lot of like, like not a lot of big games. Like they oh, yeah. they play a lot of those teams are like ranked fifteen and, and lower. So a lot of those teams, you know, outside of Oregon, obviously that's second week of the season. But Kansas State is ranked sixteenth right now. TCU ranked seventeenth. Both those teams could be out of the top twenty five by the time they by the time they play them. Um, Tech, uh, Kansas, I know they were good last year, but Kansas. Um, they play UCF and then t- Texas to finish the season. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like the schedule is pretty favorable for them to, it's to possible. run. And you said if Texas slopes up early, if Oklahoma goes one direction instead of the other direction with Gabriel, a quarterback. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that is a very. Gotta, gotta have some darts you throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it can't be all chalk. Um, yeah. That's fair though. All right. So I got Texas. You got Texas Tech. That's not expected, but fair. Um, all right. So with all that being said, who is your final four? Final four. I have got Georgia. Um, I've got Penn state. Mm. I've got Florida state Mm. and I've got Washington. Um, so yeah, it's an out there final four. Um, that's fair forward. I mean, I think like potentially you'd see, one of Michigan or Ohio state potentially making that um, dependent on how that ends. But um, I'm going to stick with my, my initial four. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm I like that. Pulling um, I, I got the same, just the teams, just the opposite teams I picked for the, the ACC and the, in the pac 12, I got Georgia, Penn state, uh, Clemson and USC. Um, I, like it. I think Georgia is going to be the team to beat, but again, Breaking a new quarterback in. We didn't see really the quarterback at all. I don't even know. I don't even know who it is. To be honest with you, I Carson Beck. They just announced. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah, uh, yeah he was a pretty odd, odd looking dude. Um, I remember just saw his picture. Um, but sure. I mean, he's got an elite defense, so like you can make some mistakes and like they'll probably hold teams to less than fifteen points. So you got you got some room to work with on that one. Uh, Clemson again. Dabo been there, done that. Much like Bama. Um, I I, I would pick Bama but again they have multiple quarterbacks that they're trying to choose from and Georgia is I think the far superior team in the SEC and just in the country Clemson they got really no one to to, I don't say no one to worry about because I know Florida State's there or you never know what Pitt's gonna do I hate Pitt but you never know um but again Clemson been there done that I picked Penn State for a, a long time now um I've already booked my room for Houston for the national title game so I'm I'm ready to go um like me at, my my was, tickets okay. to Vegas for the Super Bowl so, I was just gonna know. say um I was just uh, gonna say just like you and you and your your brothers um going to Vegas for the Super Bowl with the J-E-T-S Jets 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 um so yeah I've, I'm I always put my eggs in the Penn State basket like I think we can win every game <laughs> but I I genuinely think that because we have so much talent but the reason why I'm so high on Penn State this year glad you asked that is because of that talent. We have so much of it. We have an all American left tackle. We have a top who's a potential top five pick. We have multiple all American running, running backs. 
we have a potential All-American tight end in Theo Johnson. Remember that name, Theo Johnson. I know right. Brock Bowers at Georgia is, is the guy. Theo Johnson is not going to be that far behind him. I'm telling you. Um, Tyler Warren is backup, also really good. Uh, wide receiver, we go six, seven deep. We're not going to use that many guys, but that gives you a you know an idea of how talented the the receiver room is. Um, everyone knows I mentioned the running backs, Nick Singleton, K. Tarn Allen, two of the best duos in the country. It sucks that the other two best duos of running backs are in the same division as us in Michigan, Ohio State, with Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, Trayvon Henderson and Maya Williams at Michigan, Ohio State, respectively. Um, defensively, Penn State's going to have the best defense in the country. I'm saying that right now. Bold, bold call. I know I just said George's defense is elite. Love Manny Diaz. I've always been a big fan of him. His defense have always been like really, really good, if not great. I think we're going to have the best defense in the country. We're going to have the potential to have, and again, like I'm not an idiot. Like it might be dumb, but I'm not stupid. I under, like I understand that everything that we're saying is based on like the what if, like the potential yeah. for all these quarterbacks to do well or all these running backs to step up or receivers or whatever it is. Like, duh, like you and I are both aware of that for Penn state and for the jets. Um, but defensively, we have the potential to have the best D D lineman in the country, linebacker and DB in the country. So like I've been talking to some, some of my old head Penn state fans and buddies and whatnot, like my uncle and some guys we tailgate with, they said there hasn't been this much hype heading into a Penn state season um, since 1989, when we were preseason number one, we had Lamar Arrington, Courtney Brown. Defense was was loaded. Um, we ended up losing to Minnesota eight games in the season. Classic Penn State. You know, undefeated eight games, nine games in. Lose a game we shouldn't lose, and season's over with. Um, so, I again, I put all my eggs in the basket every single year, but I booked my room for Houston at the end of last season. Like the day after the national title game, when I knew it was in Houston, boom, booked it. Me and your brother, BJ, going to Columbus this year. Told myself I only wanted to go to Columbus if I knew we, not like knew we were going to win, but knew we had a really good shot. And this year, with them, I think, taking a step back and us taking that step forward, um, this is this is that year. Michigan comes to State College this year. Both those games, I'm assuming, are going to be noon games. You know, we have a pretty favorable schedule. We go to Champaign early in the year. Like at Illinois, like random, like 11 a.m. Central Time star on like weird Saturday. Those games are always tricky. But again, I think we're just so much more talented than a lot of teams we're going to play, minus Ohio State and Michigan. Um, but thanks for thanks for asking why I'm so high on Penn State. I appreciate that question. A, no problem. That's what a guest does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So you got Georgia, Washington, Penn State, and um, Florida State. Um, I have Georgia, Clemson, Penn State, and USC. Now, next question is national title. Who you got? Um, I have got Georgia against Penn State and Georgia winning. That's very fair as well. Yeah. So I have Georgia. I, I don't think anyone's gonna be able to beat them. So uh, it's 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 gonna be tough. Um it's gonna be tough. I I think we all know where I'm going with this one. Uh, and I'm not saying that just because I say it every year. I, I haven't said Penn State is going to win a national title the last couple of years. I said there's potential for it, but this year more so, I think there's way more potential than there has, at least in my lifetime, there's, than there has ever been. National title, I got I got the same. I got Penn State and Georgia. I got the boys in the blue and the white holding it up uh, at the end of the season down in Houston. I will see everybody there. I'm very pumped about that. Um, 
So, okay. Good deal. I'm glad we're on the same page with that one. Um, Heisman. Um, man, there's like, there's a lot of really good players in college football. Like a lot of I, running backs. There's a lot of them. My voice is cracked. Um, I just hit You're puberty. Excited. You're excited. I, just, I just, I know, I just hit puberty. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, what a moment in time that you just that you witnessed. Um, that's cool. Um, Heisman, I'll go first. I got Caleb Williams. I think with Lincoln Riley, like his numbers are going to be staggering, especially because the Pac-12 defense isn't isn't great. Um, I got Bo Nix as a again not a not a not a sleeper. I think he's going to. It would up- be an upset though. Yeah, yeah, that that would that would be for him to be in New York, being an Oregon quarterback, he'd have to put up what Marcus Mario Mariota did when he won the Heisman, essentially, and then take his team to the playoffs. Probably for him to win it, yes. Um, I got Joe Milton. I think he's gonna throw for a shit ton of yards. They might, but the thing is, they might not win the right amount of games. I think they'd have to win 10, 11 games, pull an upset or two along the way. Um, and he'd have to have one of those games, but I think he's going to have the numbers to at least be in that conversation and maybe be there. Um, yeah. I have, I have no running backs in my Heisman in my top four though. A lot of people have Blake Corum. Um, some people have the kid from um, Ole Miss, which I get. Some people have, you know, Singleton as a super, super big dark horse. I get it. I just think there's so many quarterbacks this year. I think that, this is this is the year where there's no running backs or anybody else in, in there. Um, and then this is my sleeper. I think this yeah. dude has been around the block a few times. People are counting him out. I I like him. I, I like his swag. Some people might not like it. Um, Spencer Rattler. Oh. At, at a, he at, turned it up at the end of last year. Did, he did. That um that game against Tennessee yeah. was that's like that's what he can do. That's what he he did sometimes at at Oklahoma, like that's why he was that guy, and it fell apart at, again at at, at the uh, during the Texas game. But then Caleb Williams came in and Star was born for him. So I think the writing was on the wall after that one. But I think Spencer Rattler, you uh, South Carolina has a lot of hype this year. They're not in the top twenty five, but they have a lot of hype. The SEC again, super top heavy, so they can win a handful of those games, get to like eight wins, or you know get to six or seven wins with, you know, with the conference and then get a couple of those big wins if he has those types of games, but he's been wildly inconsistent. That's he has those, those Tennessee games, but then he'll throw, you know, two picks and, or two touchdowns and three picks and like, you know, 175 yards and just, you know, they lose a game they shouldn't lose. Um, So I think Spencer Rattler is a, is a dark horse. Um, I would love to see Drew Rattler in New York. I think maybe next That's year. Next year, good much. Let's not get that far. Yeah, yeah I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I love what we can do this year, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Um, his Heisman odds are, you know, in in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll definitely have him there next year for sure. Um, so we'll pencil that one in. Um, so I got Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Joe Milton, and Spencer Rattler as my dark horse, and I got. Caleb Williams winning it back to back, first back to back winner since Archie Griffin from the Ohio State. Floor is yours. I like it. I like it. I mean, definitely starting off similar with Caleb Williams. I think we'll see. I mean, starting against San Jose State, I'm sure he's going to light it up. I think they're projected to score 50 points, and I don't really think they're going to stop. Um, Like, I think that they want him to win a second Heisman. Um, 
And so I think Riley is all about padding the stats. Yeah, he is going to run up the score plenty. Um, and I think credit to him because he's incredible and I think he'll go first overall next year. Um, so he will definitely be finalist for me. And I'll say now I, I do think he's going to win, although okay, my second guy is the one who I think can upset him, which I've been hyping them all along and hopefully this doesn't come back to bite me later, but it's Michael Penix, um, the lefty out of Washington. Um, I think he can easily go for four to 500 yards match Caleb Williams. And I think if Washington can um, come out of the pack 12, that can make a big case for that. You know, if he puts up 400 plus yards in the pack 12 championship against USC um, and then uh, I do like Blake Corum. Uh, I mean, if Michigan is going to um, make it to the Final Four, I think he is going to be uh, the reason why. Um, so I know they have Donovan Edwards, but um, I that's think it. they're going That's one of the biggest reasons why I don't have him in there. Is yeah. I, I think they'll – I don't want to say split carries too much because I think Blake Corum obviously will get a majority of those carries, but that's one of those situations. Like Much like Nick Singleton and Katron Allen – yeah, Trayvon Henderson and Mayan Williams. There's just too many split carries going on. Rightfully so, rightfully so. Um, but too many split carries for that to for that to happen. Um, by the way, um, uh, Washington has USC late in the season, so yep. early, first game in November, so fourth to last game of the of the season. So that's a big one. And they had they go to Michigan State, which he had a huge game last year in in Seattle yeah. against against Washington State. They don't that, really play anyone else out of their conference. Yeah, Boise State and Michigan State, but that's not not really much. Yeah, so they got they closed with USC at USC. Not that that's a that's a not not a big deal. Um, uh, Utah, which is home at Oregon State, and then um, Washington State at home. So big stretch to to finish it. Um, but that USC game is is late in the season. So I do like that pick because he can put up a shit ton of yards. Yeah. Then, so after Corum, I'm surprised you didn't have this guy and you didn't choose any running backs, but I think if Clemson is going to make it far, Will Shipley is the reason why. Um, And he's like a a long shot and he had a good season last year once they started to feed him. Um, And I think they will rely on him with uh, this being Klubnik's really like first year leading the team, even though he got some time last year. So um, Shipley can do it all, run, could catch um, out of the backfield. And, And so... I think he's going to score a ton of touchdowns. Um, but then the final one, building on my uh, Texas Tech uh, bandwagon, um, is Tyler Schoff, um, the quarterback gunslinger. I think he'll go for over 4,000 yards. Um, I mean, it's 150 to 1 odds for him to win. So um, I, I wouldn't um, really take this uh too far but uh have to hype my guy up uh so got throwing that one out there if you really want to play the lottery I, I like it um looking at the stats from last year uh Michael Penix Jr. actually had more yards than Caleb Williams um in one less game he had 4,600 yards Williams had 45 so it was it was it was close yeah the difference was Michael Penix Jr. which this was kind of surprising actually he only had 31 touchdowns to Caleb yeah. 42 he had 42 and, and five picks um Penning Jr. had 38 31 touchdowns and eight interceptions so that 31 numbers got to jump up to like 40 like he has to he's got to put put up those numbers and I think if they get to that point of the season and both those guys are are having that type of season that you and I both think they will 
and both teams are undefeated or, you know, that one loss category and they're top 10 by that point, the, when they actually, I believe either the week before or week after they play is when the playoff rankings will be announced. So that, I don't know how much that plays a factor into it, but again, rankings always matter at the end of that, at the end of the season, but that could be a game that decides, I guess, who, A, who wins the Pac-12 and B, which one of those quarterbacks, if, you know, Bo Nix isn't in, isn't in the discussion um, where, you know, who comes out maybe for the Heisman. Um, so you had Michael Penix Jr. Caleb Williams, and uh, Blake Corum, Will Shipley, Tyler Schaff. I do think Caleb Williams is going to win. Um, but I think he's probably uh, like, he's one of the biggest favorites to go back to back. I mean, since maybe Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel yeah. was, was a favorite, but he had a, that was, that was awful. Um, yeah. Pison's Tebow, I guess. Cause that was the only one that really, um, who won it from Bama that, uh, the Bryce Young, Bryce Young came back. He was a, he was a, he was a betting favorite to win it when he came back. Yeah. But not yeah. as big. Yeah. Not as big. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Caleb Williams is yeah. By far. Um, all right. I like that. Good stuff. Um, let's move on to the jets really quick. Um, do it. Like I mentioned, you're a big Jets fan. I can, I vividly remember when I took, um, I took BJ to, so I've been to, I think three Jets games and they haven't won any of them. Okay. That's, you know, maybe I got to take a break and we'll see how the season goes. Um, I know uh, BJ will be at the, the opener, um, September 11th. That's a like massive. That's going to be fucking insane. I can't wait. That's going to be super dope. Um, I vividly remember taking BJ to his first Penn State game, first college football game, was the uh, whiteout in 2017. Penn State played Michigan. And we were number two in the country. Saquon Barkley, uh, that was his junior year. Um, you know, it was it was a cool, cool experience to take him up there for the first time. It being a night game, we had the whole day to tailgate and do those things. And it really kicked his ass, um, which was great to see. He punished like that and be hurt the next day. Um, but – the Jets, um, obviously lifelong Jets fan, uh, not 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 first time, a long timer, but very long timer. Um, what are the like? I don't know. What are like the? What are you? I, I know you guys have booked your rooms for. Yeah. Yes, and I'm sure you, along with many Jets fans, have done so. But like, what are like the realistic? Taking that aside, that you've already done that. Is it is it Super Bowl or bust? Um, I'd want to say yes, but no, I mean, Rogers I, is, is going to be there for got him a few years. So oh. I think, um, I would say winning one playoff game is really the goal. Um, I think I am very bullish that and optimistic that they can very much. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs, like Salah's fired, Joe Douglas is going to be fired. Um, like I think they have a playoff mandate. Um, but I am very confident they are going to make the playoffs and then, um, which they haven't been in 10 plus years. So, I mean, that will be something to celebrate in itself, but it's definitely not enough. I think they need to win at one, at least one playoff game, um, ideally a home playoff game. Um, and then they'd likely be going into like Kansas city. And I, I think if, let's say if that ends up happening and they lose in Kansas city, like, a close game. Um, I think people would consider the season a win. Um, do I think they're going to beat them? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's not really a a question there. Um, like we can just attack Mahomes. They have no receivers. Um, so 
that is just a cakewalk um in my mind right now um but um but yeah i mean like i would say if you want to know like the concerns or the the question marks it, it's definitely um the offensive line um they have Dwayne Brown, Dwayne Brown who is coming back from injury and he's um just an old dude but he's a beast um so the question is can he hold up you got Makai who is just like a monster but um can he actually play a full NFL game uh, who knows um not a season and- a game yeah, no, we're just talking a game. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you just got like, if you end up with a rotating cast, like it really doesn't matter what else. I mean, their defense is going to be great. Um, like, I think I'm not really too concerned about that. Like, yes, they had some really good injury luck last year. Um, so got to be sort of assuming that that might not continue um, to have as good injury luck, but I am optimistic that it will continue um and that they'll be stout back there but on offense it's really going to be the question of can we block for Rodgers because I mean he's got the weapons um Garrett Wilson just going to continue to take that next step um but the question is going to be you know can we score points which is a key to winning football games here's here's the deal I I, I know, I know on the surface, like it's the Jets and we know what the Jets have been doing the last, you know, decade since they've yeah. made, made the playoffs and, and had all that. But I just like the fact that they have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, and I, I asked BJ about this. I was like, can you believe that they have Aaron Rodgers? He's like, no, I can't. Just can't believe it. I never thought he was leaving Green Bay. And the no. fact he's in New York for the Jets, your team. Like we wouldn't be, like we'd be having this conversation because Zach Wilson is, is kind of lightning rod for, for better or worse. So we'd be having this conversation anyways. But they have Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Arguably one of like the two or three, maybe top two, maybe one quarterbacks of our of our lifetime. Yeah. Probably the most talented quarterback that we've ever seen, for sure. I think he's right in that conversation. Oh, yeah. His touchdown interception ratio is staggering. He's got like 400 some odd, like 430 some odd touchdowns, maybe, and like 135 picks. It's insane. And he does it every year. He's an MVP caliber quarterback year in and year out. He's got four MVPs, um, one Super Bowl. It's been a while, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Like that accounts for a lot of a lot of playmaking. And I, I think, um, I don't know, like, He's 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 always tough to read. You never know if he's happy or not, whatever. But I think he's in a good situation. I think him and Robert Sala will they're they're meshing pretty well. I don't know. You can speak to that because obviously you you follow it more and more than I do, obviously. But I, I see what every the outside bubble of, of the Jets Jets Nation sees. Um, I see what's what's going on on Twitter and everything. <clears throat> I also think the signing of Dalvin Cook is way bigger than people think. Like yeah. that is enormous. He's 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 younger, twenty eight. I know that's probably old for running backs, but nonetheless, coming off some productive, super productive seasons in in, in Minnesota, um, I like that's that takes uh, an enormous amount of pressure off the duo of Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Um, they have the reigning 
offensive rookie of the year and running defensive rookie of the year, which is like, that's mind blowing in itself that they have those two guys. Um, so him, Garrett Wilson, sauce Gardner uh, on defense. Yes. Defense is great. I think their defense is going to still be really good. I'll get again, offensive line. Like you gotta, you gotta block for him, but just the fact that they have Aaron Rodgers that counts for like eight or nine wins. And if him and Garrett Wilson can develop that connection, which I'm sure they've been working on that for a long time now, if they can develop that connection that he's had with some of those guys, and he's also got Randall Cobb, got Alan Lazard, guys he knows, guys he knows how to get the ball to quickly and effectively and to do those things. Um, if you know their offensive line can not even be like the best in the league, they like they don't need that. Just be, middle of the pack. Yeah, be, yeah, be like slightly above average. They'll give up a lot of sacks. Aaron Rodgers doesn't take a lot of sacks. He doesn't do a lot of picks. So like it's like I feel like it's gonna be like I, I hate saying this, but like. I feel the same way about Penn State too. I feel like it's going to be really hard for them to not be really good yep. because they have the weapons. I think, again, Dalvin Cook signing is like massive. Brees Hall, if he's healthy, that's a great guy to come off the bench behind Dalvin Cook. I yep. love that. I love him. People are going to forget about him because he got hurt last year, but he was tearing it up, tearing it yeah, up it before, before, he got, before he got torn up. Um, you know, but I just think the Aaron Rodgers thing, I think that factor is like that's that's – that alone will get you, and we've seen in Green Bay, 10, 12 wins. Um, Grant, this division is going to be super tough, um, very, very tough, completely different from what he's been been used to in the NFC NFC North. Um, but I still think they can they can they'll, they'll definitely get double digit wins. What's the what's the over under right now for them? Win total? Over under nine and a half. Really? Uh, yeah. So. I mean, it's just, you know, playing in a tough division. Um, And then you still have a tough schedule outside of that division. Um, So I guess, I guess that that's, I guess that's fair for the NFL. Um, Yeah. I I think, I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. I think Aaron Rodgers, again, wins you, whether you have a really good offensive line or not so good offensive line, I still think he gets you a lot of, a lot of wins that you wouldn't get otherwise, like with Zach Wilson. Um, so I'm glad you guys are in the same boat. I'm in with Penn State and thinking ahead and just putting all the eggs in the basket this year. Um, so good for you guys for doing that. I'm glad I'm glad you guys followed my lead. Um, like I said early to start with, you um, you and your brothers are are big big into betting. Um, what going back to college football though? What teams have you or what what bets what big bets have you made? I guess not like dollar wise, but like what big bets have you made for? Over under wind tolls. I know you bet on Penn State. Um, we were texting about that a, a couple weeks ago. But where, what teams are you guys on? What players are you on, or anything along those lines? Yeah, I mean, you will probably uh, make an assumption based on which teams I've been hyping up and and which players. So um, definitely, I mean, we um, like Penn State um, to hit the over on their wins as well as win the conference. Yeah, nine and a half. Um, and then Wisconsin as well, winning their conference. Um, the one team which I didn't mention, which I actually think is the biggest lock to win the conference, and I'm just a huge fan of, is Western Kentucky. Um, <laughs> Air Raid offense, Austin Reed, second year back. They got Malachi Corley. Yeah, he, uh, he led the league and led the nation in passing last year. Yeah, and he led the uh, nation in yards after catch, Corley. Um and yeah, Conference USA, lock it up. Lock it's it up. Um, so, I like um, 
what else? I mean, Penix, the Heisman, I, I put some, I, I actually, um, placed a bet on Penix or Caleb Williams to win, um, which probably was poor odds, but, um, I liked it. Um, and, and so, yeah, those are really, you know, the core ones that I've been, uh, a big fan of, um, and and then yeah, Ohio State under wins was another one. Ooh, what was theirs? Ten and a half? Yes, I believe yeah. so. Or I, I forgot what I got it at. I, I think I think their over under win total was was ten and a half. Yeah. Cause I, I could definitely see them going ten and two. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, the guy I golf with uh, on Monday, big Ohio State guy, he said nine and three, ten and two. Um he said ten and two, they have a lot of talent, but Again, not sure who's gonna get them the ball. Um, cool. Well, this was fun. Um, I'm glad you I'm glad you bugged me. I, I want to do more and more guests, but I just um I love talking to myself so much that like yeah, so it just it just doesn't materialize. I it's I, I put it out there, I put the feelers out there for people, but then I never follow up on it. Um, so I'm glad we could do this. I'm glad we this worked out well. I'm glad you also had the Zoom Pro so we can go more than the 40 oh, minutes. Yeah usually allotted for me and buy me back just for the zoom pro <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, either that or somehow get your account and and use that um <laughs> all right good deal um so quick things on the quick slants i'm going to be putting this will come out um i'll put this out tomorrow night uh be, be out friday uh next week is game week i i it just hit me yesterday that that we kick off next weekend like it just boom um like i've obviously known the but like it just kind of hit me like oh it's it's finally finally here. Um, your brother your brother and I are going up for the WVU game. My voice cracked again. I'm just so excited. I can't believe it. Um, it's a night game. We have two night games in in September, which is like unheard of. So I mean, yes, as you know, with the Jets, like this is like this is the year. Like the juices are going to flow. You guys have another couple of weeks before the season starts, but the juices will be flowing. Um, I know your dad's probably lo- losing sleep over the season. I do know. That your dad, Hillel, um, my guy, um, the OG, triple OG, one of my favorite people. Um, he was already planning the menu a long time ago for for game one. Um, yep. He's a lot like my Uncle Jeff um, planning the menu. We got I got a text from, I think I mentioned this to BJ that my uncle texted us uh, in our group chat and said, you know, I'm, what fix up the menu. This was like two months ago. And I texted BJ that and he's like, yeah, my dad's doing the same shit. So... <laughs> Of it, you know, keep keep on keeping on with those guys. Um, tell your dad I said what's up, by the way. Um, your brother, your other brother as well, Darren. Um, and so next week is game week. We'll be completely focused on West Virginia. We'll talk about I'll do some stat predictions for Penn State. Not gonna be too crazy. Obviously, everyone knows what I think they're gonna be record-wise. Um, we'll talk about West Virginia. I'll do the top 25 breakdown after week uh, week zero, do the Saturday slate, two predictions, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and then that will come out on Thursday night, and then that will start the the weekly episodes on Thursday. Again, this episode will be out tomorrow night, Friday, um, September or August twenty fifth. On it'll be Spotify, Twitter. I'll tag you. You know all the, the good stuff there. Send out to my peoples. Get some love on that. I appreciate you for joining me. Um, I'm glad we can do this. We will definitely yeah. do it again once the season gets going for both teams, and we have an idea of how things are shaking out. You can come back on. Maybe we'll, we'll do that. We'll get your brothers on as well and have a little um, little party with that. Um, always appreciate the support. You always show show love with the quick slant. So that's always appreciated. And I appreciate 
all my other people doing this as well. Um, always, always remember we are. <laughs>